This week, the obvious question is, should I seek happiness or meaning? I'm Mike Trevisano, and each week, one of the hosts, Joe Bertalek, Bob Meyer, and myself, asks a question that may seem to have an obvious answer, but once we get into it, there's much more underneath, and we invite you to help us find answers through comments on our site, obviousquestion.wordpress.com, or on our Facebook page for The Obvious Question. And hey, if you're digging the show, please consider giving it a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to it. That would be really cool. So this week, Joe brings us a good one, one that circles the biggest question that we think there is, which is, what is it life all about? I think we could say that life is about being happy. Well, one way to be happy is to do things that make you happy, right? So this said, if given the time and money, would a hedonistic life of pure pleasure make you actually happy? Or would that get tiresome? Is there a better way that would ultimately lead to a fuller and richer experience? So I had some time last week. I was um, away away for a few days, and I, I picked up an article um, that I think you guys would enjoy. And rather than, than send you the article, let you read it, I think it would be better if we just talk about it this morning a little bit, if you're up for that. So, uh, so here's the gist of it. What the author was saying is that for years, probably 20, 30, 40 years, the social scientists and people in general have been writing books and focusing on happiness. And I would say, yeah, that's true. I, I I pretty much have been doing that myself. And I remember my, uh, I think it was seventh or eighth grade philosophy teacher that was like, we had a little philosophy class and they said, everybody seeks their own happiness. That's the focus of life for people. And I didn't buy it at first, but then I thought about it, you know, and then the course is aimed at helping you to understand that better. So I think it's easy for me to say that. Yeah, we all seek our own happiness. But this author said, but that's really not the thing that lasts. That really doesn't matter. What really matters is meaning. And she went so far as to say, I think we need to get together as scientists and, and really explore this. And so she did. She did some experiments and stuff. What she found was she gave college students an assignment to one day do something that made them happy and the next day do something that add meaning to their life. And she explained, like, help a friend out or, um, you know, say thank you or, or, you know, congratulate a person on doing well as being adding meaning. And then at the end of the hundred or so days, she asked them questions about the days. And she said, well, on the days when you did something that made you happy, how'd you feel? And they, they all said happy, you know. And she said, how long did it last? And they said, minutes, hours, whatever. It wasn't very long. The meaning stuff, she said, necessarily didn't make them happy right at the beginning. Some of them did. But over the long haul, it added happiness to their life that they said was so much better than the happiness when they started themselves. And, you know, Initially, I thought, well, that's kind of the same thing. But then the more I thought about it is it really does feel like for me that when you do something that adds meaning to your life, and I'll use the word meaning versus happiness, it just generate more happiness. So maybe the target is still happiness. But she was saying that happiness is a target that we've missed so poorly over the last 30, 40 years that people target happiness, but in general, they're not happy. And I, I can attest to that. People I speak with say they're the life isn't great, work sucks, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm curious what you guys think about it. I mean, how you feel about that whole concept of, you know, kind of put happiness to the side, focus on meaning, and then what does that mean for you? What does that mean in your life? Are you doing that every day? Are you miserable? Are you happy? What's going on? Joe, you might have, you might have to clarify. I, I'm assuming in, in that test or in that question that happiness was kind of equated with, like, do something that makes you happy is sort of like do something that gives you pleasure, right? Like, do, do something that is fun or makes you laugh. Or 
Right. Yeah, but specifically for yourself in, in the sense that it can't be like go out with a group and entertain them and have fun. And then that could be adding meaning to your life. Mm. You're doing something for someone else. They come away and say, gee, Mike, you're the greatest guy. I mean, took us out to a, a picnic or something like that. So, yes, it is. It is pleasure in the sense like go buy yourself a big screen TV mm. or okay. go see that show you wanted to see. But it's about you. It's all about you. And of course, when I think about that, I think, well, why not? That makes me happy. Why wouldn't I do that? Mm hmm. So, but is what? What is the actual question? Is is meaning, you know, equate to happiness, or what is happiness? Or yeah, and it's it's the bigger question, I think, Bob. The one where I've been focused. If you asked me yesterday, or a couple of days ago, before I read this article, you said, "So what's the what's the deal with life and stuff?" I'd say, "Well, we all target our own happiness, and that's what that's how it works. And we go forward, and we're we're happy as a result of it. You know, we we do things that make us happy." As opposed to saying, hmm, maybe I ought to be thinking more about adding meaning to my life as a as a path to happiness, but not necessarily in the moment. Because I might be, like this past winter, helping someone shovel snow. At that moment, I wouldn't say I'm very happy. But in the end, I think that would add more happiness to my life than if I sat inside and watched a good, a good movie, say, to contrast the two. Mm-hmm. And then how is your life? I mean, how are you doing right now? You Are you pleasantly happy doing happy things or do you personally add meaning to your life and then in turn you know generate long-term happiness see for me personally i think um i do believe that living a purposeful life and and adding meaning to my life and i'm at the point in my life and career where i tell people all the time i try to do less of the things that don't make me happy and and do more of the things that make me happy or bring me pleasure and a lot of those things are you know, a life of service, helping other people. Um, but I wouldn't say in, in totality that's what equates to my happiness because if I do too many of those things or, or giving back or helping other people, it, it can become stressful. Um, when I think about happiness, I think of, of stillness, you know, meditation for me and, and being still and, and not thinking about projecting on things I have to do in the future. That That's happiness for me. Um, this sounds silly, but if I think of a character, and I think of the book, the 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 Tao of Pooh, you know, Winnie the Pooh as a character, that that for me is, is a guy that looks like he's happy, right? A chubby little fellow all filled with fluff, and he's walking around, and he's being spontaneous, and that's how I try to live my life, and when I'm spontaneous and having a good time, that's happiness for me. Um, not thinking about the past or thinking about the future, but being in the present moment that's happiness and then you know from a nature perspective you know getting out of my head and my ego and and that's the only trouble i have with the the purposeful thing is that if it becomes too egocentric it's like there's a lot of people that give 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 but they're doing it because they're missing something else or they're looking for that appreciation or they're looking for the me factor in it and they could still be miserable in that in that mode so i don't know that that necessarily brings them happiness i i think it's an individual think it's a cool question because i as i'm listening to bob and and thinking about what what you said joe i i at the beginning of the question i'm like oh come on this is kind of a a simple study right i mean everybody knows this right everybody knows this that meaning like leads to to real true happiness but then if i challenge myself and i think about all right i'm like given a, a free day 
right, where there's no responsibility and there's nothing really to do. Uh, even even your wife and son are out doing something else, and it's all it's all you. What is the thing I'll go seek to do? I'll probably go see, you know, like the King Kong movie, and I'll I'll uh, you know I'll I'll play the guitar at a volume that will definitely do damage to my eardrums, right? And and it and it will be awesome. It, it'll be a great day, and I'll feel really good about it. I'll, I'll like eat something I shouldn't eat that's way off of any diet or exercise plan I have, right? But in thinking about it, I can only do that for like an afternoon and afterwards i just i feel empty and depressed you know i'll feel guilty about what i did i'll feel like man what what did i do what was that about even though it was all fun and it was like worth it felt worthwhile at the time but give me like uh uh an hour like walk in the woods with with you know wife and son and you know a dog or two you know and and man that can make a whole day it can make you know i anything that happens afterward is going to be awesome because that that truly was meaningful and cool and and i'm with bob anytime i can do something where i feel like uh i'm not selfish i'm doing something for others then then i can just you know i can ride on that for a long time i can feel really good a, about that for a long time so I guess I need to to take some of my own medicine or, or learn from this study. Like when I have those afternoons or something like that to, you know, try to get ahead of it. And instead of looking at movie times, what, what can I do, you know, a little bit different? Yeah, Mike, that's what you're saying is exactly where I was with this this whole thought. And I I treated it real light at first. Like I read the article, it's two pages and I read it and I, you know, I'm sitting by a lake and I'm thinking, yeah, okay, that makes sense to me. And then like you, I went back and I started to evaluate what I've been doing for the last couple of days and years yeah. <laughs> and I, I fell into that trap and i looked around and i thought yeah i happen to be at a at a resort and i i thought all these people are getting away from something and they're right here doing something for themselves and me too i mean i wasn't i wasn't out helping the world changing anything whatever like that i was purely enjoying myself and nothing wrong with that i'm not saying like you shouldn't have that and i think bob you were saying balance is really good you can't do one or the other all the time but i think the piece i was missing was the path. And I, I was probably thinking that one's just as good as the other. And I don't think that's true anymore. And and I think our culture has become, is driven by the idea that I should do something like that for myself. That'll bring me happiness. And then we're not happy. Like you said, it wears off very quickly. And I, I think the misery you have at that moment, the guilt, whatever it is, you know, I went on a, on a great vacation. I did this, this, and this. And I'm back at work and it sucks and my life is terrible. And I, I mean, you guys know the story. I'm sure you hear even more than I do that I'm just not happy with my job. I'm not happy with my life or something like that. And I think what's missing, I think that the piece that this author was saying is that as a culture, we target that happiness and the happiness is, is flight. It, it's fleeing, you know, it disappears very quickly. Whereas if we were to shift a little bit, just a little bit and think more about the the meaning part of it, you know, when, when you're doing something, and it doesn't have to be like a world changing event. I don't think it's just, maybe it's a kind word to somebody or, or the way you view the world, the, the way you view that moment, something you can do that changes everything. You know, you might talk about buying the big screen TV once and maybe it lasts a day or two where you feel good, but you do some nice thing. And I find myself weeks later saying, I was, I was at this place and I happened to bump into this person and, you know, my kids tell me all the time, just make a difference with one person. What a difference that makes to your life. You help one person out or maybe say something that alters, you know, a person's perspective. That You carry that forward a lot easier, I think. Makes a real you, difference. You know, and, and as you're saying that, I'm thinking it's a 
uh, meaning in life is a great recipe for uh, sort of the, like, I don't know, like the Monday blues, right? Like, like ah, I gotta get, I, I get up, I gotta go to work. Like all of the things that I want for myself, kind of I can't have right now. I gotta go to work. I have to give my time to somebody else, and you know, it, it feels crappy. I mean, I, you know, I have them Sunday blues, Monday morning blues, that kind of thing. But if I shift that a little bit, if I shift my perspective, and I say, you know, if every day I'm I'm working towards meaning, right, and that may mean you know being somehow compassionate to people around me, or or. Uh, recognize everybody else has the has the monday blues and maybe there's something i can do you know to be you know cool to them to you know maybe no i'm not gonna have road rage today i'm not gonna whatever that thing is whatever whatever little tiny step i can do that has that doesn't have to do with me and my happiness but rather you know spreading happiness in, in the world somehow somehow in those little tiny ways right those little tiny ways we can do it that in the end maybe that's a cure-all for the monday blues i'm kind of asking more than I'm advocating it, you know, but it seems like it probably fits the mold. I'm probably onto something. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I may or may not ever do, but but I feel like I'm onto it. Yeah. You know, you know what's funny about this happiness question is I was as you were asking the question, Joe, I, I grabbed my journal because I uh, I wrote something uh, just a couple days ago. It looks like on on uh, April 14th and um because I was like, wow, this rings a bell. And, I, and this, I'll just read it. I don't like reading stuff that I wrote, but I thought this was pretty interesting. I, I wish I could be happier. That's not a wish that can be easily granted. It requires real effort, at least for me. I said, it's mostly a, a dissolvement of ego, a dose of present moment, a pinch of awareness, a tablespoon of faith, a pint of dementia, a splash of who gives a you-know-what. I said, then happiness slowly sets in, but the minute at least I recognize it, it quickly fades to gray. I said, relaxation and happiness can go hand in hand. If your happiness is caused by something external, something material, it will be short-lived and sadness will soon return. If your happiness comes from within, if your happiness is the core of your being, it will prevail no matter what the circumstances. So that's kind of what I get to is that it, it's it's not a mind thing. It's it's almost the core of who you are. Like when you were talking about being on vacation, and we talked about this before, if you can have that mindset, like like that day you're at work, even the job that you hate and you're going to fly out to you know, Palm Springs, California the next day, that's the best day you've ever had at work, right? It's the most productive day. You're, you're happy. You're smiling. If you ever see those people at work that are going on vacation, they're in a great mood. You want to be around them. They got that positive energy. Um, but what happens when they come back? Oh, all these emails. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? But if you could keep that same call it being or state of mind, could you be happy all the time? Now, I say all this with, like I, I wrote down there, it's like I wish I could be happier. Like it seems like the holy grail for me that it eludes me at times. Like there's times where I'm there and, and connected, super happy, and then you're smiling in the office. Other people feel that energy and everything seems perfect. But then there's the days you wake up where you're just depressed, right? You can't put your finger on it. Yeah. And I think, Bob, you're right. And, and I think I think that was great. I mean, the piece you wrote was great, too, because it really it really it says what I was trying to say. I mean, in the details that you wrote, it says about happiness and about something bigger than happiness that, that you and I love when you can't get your hands on it because there's kind of a lot of mysteries out there. But I think I think this is where the error is. And in, in my way of thinking is is that 
I solve, I used to solve, will probably still solve some of those problems by just a direct targeted happiness. This makes me happy. You know, I'll go for it. Whereas I think the real path, and Mike used to bring us up a lot, the way points you have to connect the dots kind of thing. I think there's a path around that says, if I target the other piece of this, if I target the meaningful piece of this, making meaning of my life, it may not be a direct path to happiness, but it's an indirect path to continued happiness, ongoing happiness, or you know, with changes like that. And I love those kind of things where, you know, the, 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 the obvious thing we've done all these years is to go for happiness and it's not working. And then somebody writes an article like this for me, I take the time and read it. I have time to reflect on it. I share it with you and then we do a podcast on it. And it makes me feel like this just might be a, a thing that adds a little bit of direction or a little bit of focus different than our culture tells us currently that helps someone, some listener out there listens and says, you know, there's something about what we, we've said today. There's something about this conversation that I like, and I think I'm going to do a little bit of this. I'm going to target a little meaning in my life. And then as a result, they have a, a better life and happiness and so on. Uh, to me, that's really good. And if I knew that, like if there was feedback from that, that would generate a good feeling for me and happiness in the sense that we're talking about, that I, I did something that made a difference. We did something made a difference in the world. People react to it. They come back and say, this mattered. That would make us feel good, I would think. It would make me feel happy anyway. And so I, I see that indirect path, I guess is what I'm saying, that if I can remember that and stay with it, I'm probably more likely to find myself in places where I don't necessarily get that happiness pop right away, but over time, it sticks with me. It stays with me. I know it's true. I mean, I know I've experienced enough of my life to know that it's it's true. And the hype about direct happiness is, is definitely not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more. And I guess as my as a final thought here, I know we're running out of time. Uh, it it will take for me, I know, an extra load of consciousness or being aware of it, or every day some kind of a reminder to do it to you know to make my life about meaning more than about you know selfish wants. Because you know, stopping short of conspiracy theories, man, the culture, marketers, you know, they're they're not. They are not out there to help you have meaning, right? They're, like, the <laughs> consumer culture is is all about uh, uh, diversion and entertainment and things like that. But I think if I if I remind myself and I stay the course, there's something there. Yeah. Yeah. My final thought is just like I said to go go within, you know, go internal. Uh, it's it's almost like the same thing with love before. You can love someone else. My philosophy is you have to love yourself. The same thing with happy. You know, if you're looking for happiness and someone to make you happy or something to make you happy, I, I don't think you're ever going to achieve that goal. But if you're just, you know, go within and, and find that, that happiness. And I, I always go with the word bliss, you know, that, that blissful feeling. And that's even a higher level uh, than happiness and for me that that comes with being still and and reflecting and meditating and and there's something uncanny about that experience that you, you can't lay down in in a set of words um, it's it's just a natural state of being but I want to be there more and uh, I'm in, I'm intrigued by the whole happiness quotient that's great and so all like with all our podcasts we always look for feedback for input from you this one in particular for me i'd love to hear back from any listeners that have ideas on this that have maybe a different slant or a different focus that would help us in some way to move towards more of a meaningful uh, existence a meaningful life connected life you know all the stuff that we talked about uh and it might make you happy in the end 
to know that you had impacted some uh, some people beyond yourself. 